You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. It's a brand new episode of Here the Walking Dead, Cinema Geekly's all-encompassing Omnibus Walking Dead podcast. It is Anthony and Aurora, and we are back to talk episode 5 of season 10 of The Walking Dead, What It Always Is. Uh, some stuff happened in this episode, Oof. Aurora, and I can't wait to start talking about it, because just a couple of things I thought were just fantastic, but and some, yeah. other, and some other things that I'm like, oh, that's good. But we'll, mm-hmm. we'll talk about them in detail. Let's talk about what happened in the episode. So we start with Kelly. Uh, she's in the woods and hunting a, a boar, I think. Right. I think so, yeah. She becomes disoriented due to her hearing loss and gets lost in the woods. Uh, however, she is later found by Daryl, Connie, and Magna. Uh, Aaron, while out in the woods, encounters Gamma and offers her bandages after she cuts her hand, Gamma flees and informs Alpha of their interaction. Negan, uh, also out in the everybody's out in the woods this week, Aurora. <laughs> Negan, also out in the woods, is found and joined by Brandon. Uh, have we met Brandon before? No, that's the yeah. I don't. I I don't know. Well, Brandon is an Alexandrian, and not just that, Aurora. He is a Negan fanboy. He watched Oof. that. He watched that whole Negan season of The Walking Dead, and he loved that character. <laughs> He's like, look, look, I, look at all the stuff. I, I, I got your bat. Oof. I got your jacket. I'm Negan. He's like, and Negan's yeah. like, oh yeah. boy. Yep. Um, see, the thing is about Negan is the thing we learn about him is that he doesn't want to be that Negan anymore. Right. I think that was made very clear. And mm-hmm. uh, they come across a family, uh, a mother and a son, who are on their own. And uh, Negan wants to... He's trying to lead this kid along a little bit, but the kid's all like, we should kill him. Uh, and he's, right. Negan's like, you know, what are the... I, I, I guess this kid's dad was a savior. I think that's what it is. Yeah, he was. Yeah, uh, he refers to his father a lot as like my dad used to say this stuff, um, mm-hmm. and Negan reminds him that like you know people are a commodity, and he's like, oh yeah, but not these people. He's like, I should kill him, uh, and Negan's like, you know what? You know it's going to get really dangerous out there. Maybe you should just uh, head on back. And the kid's like, eh, but you know who's you know what am I going to tell the people when I go back? I'm a terrible liar. And then Negan's like, fuck it. He's like, I don't care where you go. He's like, yeah. just get out of here. He's like, I don't want to see your creepy face anymore. Yeah, your pasty, <laughs> creepy face. Pasty, creepy face. <laughs> and uh, Negan's hanging out with this kid. Uh, this, By the way, none of this is in the paragraph, but I, I think this is very important for the story. Mm-hmm. So I'm, 
I'm including all of this extra detail in here. Negan has this conversation with the kid. Now, granted, it's a bit of a weird conversation because he's talking about, like, nut tapping to this kid. He's like, you got to do that. He's like, kid's like, why? And he's like, you know, if one of the other kids calls your mom a slut or something, you know, you got to, you know, walk by and give him a, a, a thwack on the balls. Yeah. I don't know what the hell that conversation was. And he's like, don't go too high. You'll get too much dick. (laughs) I mean, it sounds like a conversation Negan would have, but like he talks about, he tells the kid what it's like to fly in an airplane. It's obvious he's not the same person. Earlier, he tells this Brandon kid he would never kill a child either. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. uh, Negan goes to get some firewood. For them to, you know, he's promised, I think he's promised to take them at least as close as he can to the hilltop. um, So they'll have a place to stay. I know he mentions Mm -hmm. that as well. And when he comes back from the wood gathering, he finds Brandon has returned to the scene where he had murdered the mother and her son in an effort to impress Negan because he thought Negan was testing him. And... This uh, leads to Negan killing him. Uh, Brandon, that is. Brutally, as well. Uh, mm-hmm. At Hilltop, the community works to rebuild the wall, while Ezekiel reveals to Sadiq that he has thyroid cancer. Magna reveals to Yumiko that she killed a man who attacked her young cousin, causing a rift between the two. And uh, Negan, uh, after all of these events happen, dons his old Negan gear grabs Lucille and crosses into the Whisperer's territory and just starts killing walkers when he is stopped and attacked by Beta. Uh, and we are left there with Negan like wanting to fight him, but we don't get to see what happens after. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. What did you think of this week's episode? I have to say The Walking Dead is uh, stepping it up. Mm-hmm. I I was really hoping they would grab me again, and uh, they, they were going, doing a great job this season. I love this episode so much. Yeah, I really like this. Um, the whole like I I I did like the like the little side stories that were happening, but the whole Negan thing was amazing. And just I love when The Walking Dead just makes you fear humans. Yeah, because it, it's always about like just normal people just being the creepiest and. Yes. It's not about the walkers at all. And in this episode, that kid was so creepy. Mm-hmm. And it, like with his fascination with Negan and just just trying to prove himself to him and just being just like, he had Lucille and the leather jacket for him. And he was like, just so obsessed with him that it just was very creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it. And then, you know, we have that revelation at the end that he killed this family it was a lot. It was so morbid mm-hmm. and gruesome and gory. And I was like, whoa, this is the Walking Dead that I've been missing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I or that, that shock factor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, for me, I, I mean, I like some of the other side stuff. We'll talk about it in a little bit. But for me, the, the stuff with Negan was the highlight of this episode. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, he's a good actor, but... Uh, on top of that, I thought this was just like a a real great like character moment, and yeah. 
it's clear he's not that person anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's bits and pieces of him inside still, but for the most part, he's not that guy anymore. And I don't think he's interested in going back to being that guy. Um, right. And what he got with Brandon here is like, he got to see like what, you know, when, when you do something, the consequences. Uh, yeah, there are consequences there. Mm-hmm. And especially if you're a big enough figure, it leaves right. an imprint and yeah. he's now starting to see the imprint and it's not just the imprint he's left on people like Rick and Michonne and it's, mm-hmm. it's now bled over to a younger generation. There's a, you know, it's not unlike people who are, um, you know, like Nazis today, like neo-Nazis and right. stuff, people who revere Hitler in 2019. It's mm-hmm. not unlike that. There's now a younger generation who didn't work under or serve under Negan, but, you know, they... They've heard stories. They've them. heard stories and grew up yeah. with their family who did, and mm-hmm. they revere Negan. And he's yep. not that person anymore. Uh, and the only time we see him actually uh, don the the Negan stuff is clearly he's just like, fuck it, fuck everything. Like, I'm pretty sure he went there to die. Like, he wanted to go there yeah. and kill as many things as he could before uh, he was taken down. And mm-hmm. uh, I just thought all of that was... Uh, excellent. I just, I thought that was Amazing. tremendous, and I'm really curious to see the interaction between Negan and the Whisperers. Like, what well, is going to happen I, there? I, I'm very curious about it as well because I feel like either he went there to just, you know, I don't know. I I feel like my theory here is that he he knows he is being. Um, People in Alexandria are not happy with him. Mm-hmm. And I feel like maybe he he thinks that approaching the Whisperers and maybe, like, killing them might make Alexandrians, like, want him back. Mm-hmm. Or he might be trying to get in with the Whisperers. Possibly. Like, he may have been trying to just get their attention. But right. ultimately, I feel like he's trying to do some good. Yes, I, I'm hoping. I'm hoping because mm-hmm. I like I like this Negan. Yes, which to me is crazy that the evolution of this character at one point at one point in this show, this character was the the scariest person in the room. Yeah, very hateable. And now, he's the one that you're rooting for against another a creepier person. Yes, <laughs> it is weird. Yeah. Um. They did the bit with like Ezekiel revealing the the cancer thing he's living with, uh, mm-hmm. and they did a bit with him where he wants to tell Carol about it, but then chickens out at the last minute and turns off the radio. Yeah. Um, for me, the uh, the the side tale that I'm most invested in right now is Daryl and Connie. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. really like them together. And I think it is so sweet that Daryl is trying to figure out like sign language to, to be able to talk it. to her more fluently. Yes. It's adorable. 
I, you know what it is? I think it's just that it's not like sign language is necessarily, uh, like soft by nature, but you are communicating with your hands mm-hmm. and usually in a fairly fluent way, like people can sign angrily. Like if somebody yeah. is mad, you can do it. But for the mm-hmm. most part, it feels very like a very soft way to communicate. And I don't mean that in a negative way. It, mm-hmm. it I mean, kind of like in a, in a lovely way. Uh, right. I think it's kind of a beautiful way to communicate. And Daryl is like the grimiest, grittiest, like, just <laughs> listen to the man talk. Like yeah. the man's talking through gravel. Uh, <laughs> he is the definition of grit is Daryl Dixon. And here he is trying so hard to like learn this. And you know, it's because he really likes her, but he's not yeah. saying anything to her. I am rooting mm-hmm. for this couple very hard, Aurora. I hope so. But listen, we've, I've, we've never seen Daryl in a romantic relationship ever. No, the closest he came was Carol. Right. And, and that it's never more, and it's was more like friends. And yeah. The, yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't know if they're going to take it there because Maybe. they have taken so long for him to be in a relationship. And I mean, I know that you're saying that, that you know, he's, he's always like a like tough guy and it, seeing mm-hmm. him try to communicate with her is, is, is we, it's kind of weird, but he's also a man of a few words. Yes. Like he doesn't talk that much. He this, only would be talks... a good, this would be a good communication right? model for Daryl, yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, um, because he only talks when he needs to, and it's very short sentences. Just let's get these things done. That's it. Yes. And with her, without talking, he's communicating more than he has ever had communicated mm-hmm. in this in this in this show. So I'm really yeah. hoping for it, but it's possible too that he's just married to dog and that's it. Oh my god, I love that 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 moment where they open the gates in uh what is it? The king or the hilltop? The hilltop, yeah. And the first thing you see is dog come in and then mm-hmm. Daryl in his motorcycle. I love that. Yep. <laughs> uh, I love Daryl and Dog. Yes. Uh they're they're great. I, I I I really like where they're heading though. I feel like they're gonna do something. Uh either that well the something may in fact just be tragedy. The show often does that. They make you True. want something either put you on the verge of getting it or you get it for a minute and then it's all taken away from you. But hopefully mm-hmm. they don't do that. Um, and, I, and I have to say also that, uh, I mean, I, just going back to Connie, um, I love the fact that they have introduced a character that's deaf. Mm-hmm. And it's not only introducing a character that, that's deaf, but also showing how people are trying to communicate with her and putting us in from her perspective like we, we've had like they've modified the sound many uh situations so that we kind of can feel what he's she's hearing and uh and that also happened with what's her name that was lost in the woods kelly kelly yeah yeah um when she's trying to you know hunt the boar like the the sound is from her perspective now there is one thing unless i missed it completely that, as far as I know, remains a mystery. And that was at the very beginning when Kelly is, like, losing it. Like, mm-hmm. she can't hear. She's freaking out. And oh, she yeah. stumbles. And there's, like, a walker coming up. And you see the walker's hand reach out. Yes. And it comes yeah. very close to touching her. And then we just go to credits. And then we yep. don't see Kelly again until the end of the episode where she is still by that same tree. But she is yep. fine. 
and there's no mm-hmm. walker. Mm-hmm. So unless that was unless they did touch on that and I missed it, that's a mystery. And I presume if it were, uh, I presume that if it indeed did happen and I wasn't just having some sort of weird dream, uh, I did in fact witness that scene. It's got to be yeah. like a whisperer, right? It, it, if it was yeah, an actual my... walker, they would have eaten Kelly. The way that I, I perceived that was that that was Gamma. Ah. Possibly. And I feel like Gamma is not evil. Mm-hmm. I think Gamma is just being, using the strategy of, you know, getting close to the top, to the leader. Mm-hmm. To be safe, but I'm not really yeah. evil. You know what I mean? It's kind of like and, Eugene a little bit. Right. Right. Where Eugene so, will do whatever whatever it takes to keep himself yeah. safe. So I feel like Gamma was in the woods, saw Kelly knocked out, and then we like we have some moments where we see Gamma with Alpha. They're like they're kind of like training her in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if maybe she saw Kelly in the woods and she she stayed there with Alpha and the and the other guy just to not yeah. let them see her. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's how I perceived it, but I might be wrong. I don't know. Okay. Um, any other thoughts on this week's episode? Um, no, I'm excited for next week's episode. Yeah, see what happens with Negan and the Whisperers. Yeah, it's going to be good. I'll say this. I'm not particularly into the whole Magna Yumiko story, whatever Mm -hmm. is going on there. I tend to just tune out, I think. (laughs) I don't even know why, but I'm just, I'm way more interested in... What's happening with the Whispers? What's happening with Negan? What's happening with mm-hmm. Daryl and Michonne? Like, that's what yeah. I'm interested in. I'm not so interested in Magna and Yumiko's relationship or their past. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's just me. Uh, mm-hmm. It sounds like it might just but be there, you there, too, there, but... there must be a reason why they're focusing on them. I it's got to be something. Yeah, it's not death. <laughs> I am. In this Death show, <laughs> I don't know. Probably not. Not in The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, I mean, outside of all of the dead people walking around, Death has almost nothing to do with this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't even remember the last time somebody died on this show. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I thought this was a really good episode. Uh, I'm curious to know what you gave episode five. I gave it a 4.5. Excellent. I also yep. gave a four and a half mm-hmm. to what it always is. Uh, yep. I wonder. I wonder if what it always is is in relation to the to the Negan thing. I don't recall anybody actually saying I think what so. it always is, but I think so. Yeah. Um, I, I just thought that was excellent. Maybe maybe not in the top tier. You know mm-hmm. of uh, you know maybe not like the Morgan story maybe not the yeah. look at the flowers but right. um close to that tier i just think what happened with negan in this episode was just excellent yeah it was uh, really good good stuff uh all right so before we go let's thank the good people over at fandango for sponsoring the show cinemageekly.com slash fandango head on over there for some movie tickets or a gift card for the movie fan in your life december is quickly approaching uh I mean, if you've got a movie fan in your life, I think that's the way to go. But, of course, uh, cinemageekly.com slash Fandango. Don't go to Fandango.com. Uh, use our link <laughs> that will take you to their website. Um, 
uh, or you can click the uh, the support us uh, link in the show notes for this episode. Uh, speaking of cinemageekly.com, head on over there to check out the archives of the show. Uh, of course, you can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just search for Hear the Walking Dead. Hit subscribe. That way you can hear us come back next time. Talk about more Walking Dead Season 10, Episode 6. It's called Bonds. Bonds.